In the name of the loving, life-giving, and liberating God, who is Blessed Trinity, amen. You may be seated. Did you know that the opening of the Gospel of Luke is pretty much a musical? Uh, People break out in prophecy all the time at the beginning of Luke's Gospel, and most of those we have since set to music. Uh, We have Mary's Magnificat, which we read today, Zachariah's Benedictus, the angel's Gloria, and Simeon's Nuke Demetis, all of those coming from the first two chapters in Luke. And I know at 8 o'clock, y'all are a little more agnostic about music, uh, although I know some of you like music and just like to get here early. Uh, Whichever camp you're in, we can still appreciate the poetry of Luke's gospel and recognize that Mary gets primacy of place. This Advent, we have been moving backwards in the Christmas story. Everything we've heard before this week happened after Jesus' birth. Now, on Advent 4, we are transported to Mary's pregnancy and the words of praise and prophecy that she speaks upon meeting her cousin Elizabeth. Our gospel story is actually cut in two today. We heard Mary's Magnificat, her response to Elizabeth, in the place of our psalm, even though it rightly fits just after the end of our gospel passage today. It's split like that so that we can sing the Magnificat if we'd like to. There's another song that we sing around this time that just gets under my skin. You're probably familiar with it. It's called Mary Did You Know? It's a really catchy song, uh, but the Magnificat The prophecy that Mary proclaims tells us that, yes, Mary knew. Maybe she didn't know all the specific miracles that Jesus would do, but she knew who Jesus was. Not only had the angel told her, she understood what the angel meant. And to top it off, Elizabeth knew too. Elizabeth confirms what the angel had told Mary when her son, John the Baptist, leaps in her womb. So on this Sunday, we get to hear about the coming kingdom of God from Jesus' mother Mary and from Elizabeth, the first to proclaim the the gospel of the Lord in Luke. Mary announces one of the key themes that Luke will take up in his gospel— The fact that salvation is achieved through reversal. As we've heard this past year in Mark, the first will be last and the last will be first. Luke also affirms this message and plants it firmly within our social milieu. So Mary proclaims first that God lifted her up, she who was of little account to anyone, as yet unwed, a soon-to-be mother from a little town, yet God chose to give life to God's own incarnation in the world through Mary. She is Theotokos, mother of God. And Luke reflects the honor given her because even though Zechariah is the first to receive a promise from God in Luke, he is struck mute. So Mary is the first to proclaim what God is doing through Jesus. But Mary also proclaims that salvation is not individual. It's not she alone who has been lifted up by God, but in Jesus all the outcast, 
are lifted up, while the powerful are tossed down. The hungry are fed, and the rich are given nothing. This is a reversal of current social standing. The last become first, and the first become last. This is the essence of the kingdom of God, and it is already accomplished and not yet accomplished. We get this idea from many places in the gospel, but it's present in Mary's Magnificat as well. Our English translations are not quite right in that they use a perfect tense to indicate a thing that has happened and continues to happen. For instance, God has cast down the mighty. The Greek actually uses pure past tense. God cast down the mighty. And so Mary uses this past tense to talk about what Jesus, who has not yet been born, will accomplish. It's a masterful turn of phrase which marks that God has already accomplished the end as we continue to unspool the kingdom of God in our own lives and communities. But this reversal cast in such concrete terms might make us a little uncomfortable. After all, Luke's original audience was a small sect of Judaism, which itself was small at the time and had no political clout. Luke's audience inhabited a low rung of society. So the gospel was unequivocal good news to them. Christianity has since grown, and although we no longer live within a Christendom reality, meaning that Christianity is becoming disentangled from national identity and empire, as Christians we still inhabit a privileged position in society. That means that our religion is often seen as an asset, not a hindrance. In addition, many of us inhabit higher positions within society in general. So the unequivocal good news proclaimed in Luke's gospel to people on the low end of society has now become somewhat more fraught as it reaches us in the mid to upper levels of society. That doesn't mean that the gospel isn't good news. It simply means that we might be called to give up more than we think, like the rich young ruler, to benefit those around us. Salvation is in the reversal. And in case you think this idea of reversal is particular to Mary, her words mimic the song of Hannah found in 1 Samuel. So it was an idea already given to the people of Israel. It's also reflected in Isaiah's prophecy about John the Baptist, which we heard two weeks ago. The valleys will be lifted up and the mountains made low in order to make a straight path. It's a leveling of society. The Beatitudes delivered in Luke also include woes. Woe to you who are rich. Woe to you who are full. Though this theme is found in the most concrete terms in Luke, it is present in all the gospel. It's a theme we all know. As I've said, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Salvation is in the reversal, which though it might feel like a deprivation to us who have more, it's actually the path to abundance. Think about it this way. Think of potlucks. Whenever we have a potluck, there is plenty of food. 
Even if someone forgets or someone can't bring something that time, there's always plenty, and it's not taxing on any one person. So we can make our own parable with this illustration. The kingdom of God is like a potluck. We bring all that we have, our money, our talents, our love, our time, and we give it freely. As more and more of us do that, our communities will thrive. This is what it means to live in the kingdom of God, to be ready to serve others for the flourishing of all. So how does that cast down the mighty and raise up the lowly? One by one. Those who have more, give more. Those who have less, give what they can when they can. And everyone has what they need. We may sometimes be in a place where we can do a big thing, but day in and day out, the kingdom of God comes by step, by faithful step. And as each of us take our steps, no matter how big or small, we may realize that our community is suddenly doing something big, that our combined efforts are fueling an abundance of love and care in the world that none of us could have accomplished on our own. And it starts with each of us being faithful, one by one. And like that potluck, sometimes we don't have something to contribute. And that's when the community takes care of us. But more often than not, we do have something to bring. God has stirred a good work in us, and it shows in the way that we live our lives. This is what Advent is about. This is what the kingdom of God is about. This is what Jesus' ministry is about. God poured out God's love in the world through Jesus because Mary said yes, because Mary knew what she had to offer and she believed in God's vision for the world. We can do the same. We can say yes. We can proclaim with Mary that the kingdom of God is already here. God has already accomplished it and it is still to come. We can become a part of God's vision for the world. We can bring our dishes, our talents, our gifts, our money, one by one to realize that which God has already accomplished. So let's rejoice with Mary as she anticipated the birth of Jesus, whose coming announced the kingdom of God. Then knowing that God has already accomplished the future that we prepare for, let's pour forth our love into the world and marvel at the abundance which God assures us is there. Amen.